Hey everybody, welcome back to Studs and Duds Sports. AJ back with Gorilla for some week 14 NFL action. Gorilla, we got some uh, COVID and injury stuff to navigate this week, along with a not super exciting slate of games. It's it's really a weak set of games. Uh, I'm not, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Uh, not every week can be an absolute full of great fantasy players and there are injuries and COVID is making its rise once again. You know, it makes it a little more difficult to navigate fantasy football as well as who to play and who not to play and who's not going to play. But that's kind of why we're here. That's right. Um, yeah. So should we uh, should we kick off some Sunday afternoon games? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Thursday is already in the books. A very good Thursday night football game. A lot of good fantasy for that one if you were playing. But unfortunately, you know, well, we, we weren't able to be there in time. That's right. <laughs> I mean, all the guys that we would have recommended pretty much put up anyways. Deontay Johnson, Dalvin Cook busted out, as I kind of expected him to. Uh, the only guy that I really didn't see putting up big numbers was Ben Roethlisberger, and he torched that Vikings defense. So, yeah. um, And honestly, Najee Harris, who we've been uh, bashing all season, he had a decent game. Yeah, he had still had his uh, well, he had five yards of carry, I think, and two touchdowns. So, yeah, he definitely uh, upped his game a little bit. So, yeah, yeah, it was a fantastic for, for his price. He was very well worth it for sure. All right, let's move on to uh, Sunday, one o'clock. Do you want to really you want to kick us off or you want me to? Yeah, you can you can start rolling here. All right, let's kick us off with the Jaguars at the Titans, a little AFC South matchup here. Titans are favored by nine, which surprises me in this one, and an over-under at 43 and a half. Uh, Low-scoring game is what Vegas is saying, and, and the Titans are running away with this one. I, the Titans are so banged up on offense, I just can't see that happening. But um, let's dive into this a little further. My stud in this one, Gorilla's going to laugh at me for this one, but Trevor Lawrence, right? It's sad that it has to come to this in a Titans and Jaguars game that I'm studying Trevor Lawrence, right? But listen, the game script is in his favor here. The Titans are going to be playing with a lead and trying to grind the clock out, and the Jaguars are going to have to throw to stay in this game. Not to mention the Titans have a weaker defense on the passing side than the running side. That's going to also go along with my dud here in James Robinson. James Robinson is banged up. He's also in the doghouse after his recent fumbles in the last two weeks. He got benched for 18 plays two weeks ago after his fumble. He got benched for 20 plays after his fumble last week. So uh, I don't trust him to really start in this one. And if he does, if he fumbles, uh, how many plays is he benched for this week? 22? Or is it a half? Or... You know, I how many there's only so many plays you can be benched for before, you know, it really affects your fantasy value. If you're not on the field, you can't be producing fantasy points. So James Robinson is my dub this week. My sleeper for the Titans, Deonta Foreman. Listen, I was singing the praises of Deonta Foreman coming out of college in Texas. And when he got drafted, I absolutely loved it. And then he got stuck on uh, a couple of teams that had some really, really good running backs, including now the Titans. Uh, he was kind of overshadowed by. Uh, Derek Henry, but listen, he had a breakout week last week. Uh, he, he was a bell call back last week. He was involved in all three phases and he gets to, uh, you know, he put up a hundred yards on the ground last week in uh, 20 ish carries. So, I mean, he had a big week. The guy, the kid's got talent. I like the fact that he's uh, getting 
the majority of the opportunities in this offense. And with the injuries that Tennessee has in their past game, I again, look for a run heavy attack this week. Now he also gets a matchup against the Jaguars defense, giving up 95 yards and a touchdown every week to opposing running backs. That's their average. They average giving up 95 yards and a touchdown on the ground every week. So I like Deonta Foreman in this one as a great cheap sleeper. Gorilla, who you got at one o'clock? Let's talk about AFC West battle here. We got the Vegas Raiders. They're taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are favored nine and a half points with an over-under of 48 and a half. A reasonably high over-under. Uh, Vegas is expecting some scoring in this one. Now, normally, when you're talking about division rivals, if they say that the spread is more than a one-score game, don't take it. Take the team to cover. However, Vegas is really struggling with some injuries in particular to their defense. I know we I'm going to break how we normally split these up here, but I'm going to talk about my dud first. My dud in this game is going to be the Vegas defense. I don't like it. They're all injured. Kansas City's offense has really come around and is showing healthy here. Uh, they're going to be a decent, decent offense to, to play. You know, the, the Chiefs, the offense really does put up points here. I do not like the Vegas defense. They're just too beat up too injured, and they're playing a good offense here. So I'm going to dud the Vegas defense right off the bat. Now let's talk about who's going to be really good in this game. And I'm going Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. Yes, he's expensive in your fan duo draft kings and daily leagues, but he's going to go off this week. This is a fantastic week for him at tight end. When they're healthy, the Vegas defense struggles against tight ends. So look for look for Travis Kelsey to be an absolute fantastic play attend in this one. Now let's move on over to the sleeper side of things. I'm sticking with the Kansas City offense. We're going with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yes, him and Williams are both healthy and have been splitting time behind a backfield in this one. However, if Vegas just jumped to the league as Vegas is expecting them to, look for them to grind the ball out. Look for them to utilize their running backs more off, more than they have been as you see them increasing their use of running backs from week to week. Look for Edwards Hare-Lair to be a very affordable choice at running back. You can spend up a little bit more for your Travis Kelsey's and your high-end players this week, making him a fantastic sleeper play. AJ, who are you going to talk about next? Uh, next up, I got the Saints at the New York Jets. Uh, Saints are favored five and a half in this one with another low over under at 43. My stud in this one, Alvin Kamara. Guess what? He's back. He's healthy. And he gets a matchup against the 32nd ranked Jets run defense. Pair that up with Taysom Hill having a banged up finger and probably looking to uh, check down a little bit more in this one. I love Alvin Kamara in this one. I think he might be the running back one of the week. My dud, Ty Johnson on the other side of the ball. He was the lead back this week for the Jets, and he's not good. Uh, and he has a terrible matchup against the number one run defense in football uh, on the fantasy side. So I'm not starting him at all. My sleeper here is going to be Taysom Hill. Uh, Taysom Hill, there's been a lot of talk this week about his mallet finger, uh, whether he's going to play, whether it's going to be Trevor Simeon. Uh, everything I've read is that it's going to be Taysom Hill. And look, he Taysom Hill turned the ball over four times last week and still was a top six fantasy quarterback. Uh, his rushing upside is huge. He gets Alvin Kamara back, which obviously makes his passing attack that much better as well. Uh, I think the, uh, you know, he has a high floor because you can pretty much expect he's going to get you, you know, six to 10 points just with his rushing alone in fantasy. 
uh, and anything he gets passing wise is just a bonus. So if you can get 10 points out of his passing stats and 10 points out of his rushing, you have a 20 point quarterback. That's all you're looking for. That's all you need. Uh, if he absolutely blows up, I mean, he could get you 35 to 40. So uh, Taysom Hill is a great sleeper option this week. Uh, Gorilla, who's up next for you? Let's head to the NFC East for a division battle. The Dallas Cowboys, they're taking on the Washington football team. Uh, Cowboys favored four points in this one. Higher over under of 48. I think that is fair. Now, normally, division games often tend to slower scores. I don't think that's going to be the case in this one. Uh, both teams are able to put up points. Both teams are uh, semi-healthy here. Offensively, I'm looking for them to be some sort of success. Both teams also give up a number of points to opposing teams. Uh, this this is calling statistically for a high-scoring division game. And I know that's a little different than normal, but I actually really like this game for fantasy options. Who am I going to start on this one? Dak Prescott. Why am I studying Dak Prescott? Is he going to be the best quarterback this league? No. But is he incredibly cheap and incredibly affordable, making him a fantastic, fantastic play for price? Absolutely. Dak Prescott is a great quarterback this week. Again, he's he's cost-effective. He's going to put up points because Washington does give up points in the air. He's for, for that price, you can't beat it. You can set up more at running back and wide receiver, which has a steep drop-off this week. Now, Dunning, I'm going to dud the entire Washington running game. That's Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. Both running backs are limited in practice and are labeled as questionable going into Sunday's game. If they do play, they're going to be splitting time. They're, uh, the Dallas defense does a good job at stopping the run. Don't look for a whole lot of success there. I'm looking for Dallas to put up a lead, Washington to have to throw the ball to keep up. The run game, because they're beat up, is going to be more of an afterthought in this one. I am not a fan. Don't start either Washington running back in this one. However, I will sleeper the Washington football team quarterback, Tyler Henneke. I like him in this one. Again, I'm looking for this to be a higher scoring game. I'm looking for Dallas to put up a lead and Washington to have to beat them in the air. I think they're going to be splitting the ball around a fair amount, meaning that which receivers, tight ends, and et cetera, are going to be tough to pick. However, I really like the option of him throwing the ball in this one is a really cheap quarterback sleeper in this one. And again, Dallas does give up fantasy points in the air to opposing quarterbacks. Look for that to continue in this one. I'm looking for a very fun division matchup at one o'clock here. AJ, who do you got next? Next up, the Falcons at the Panthers. And I'm starting to think you gave me all these low over-under games on purpose after your first two were in the high 40s. Panthers are favored two and a half in this one with an over-under and a solid 41 and a half. Okay, not much to talk about in this one. Uh, I'm not starting any of the Falcons, that's for sure. Uh, I don't like uh, Cordell Patterson. I don't care what you think about him. I don't think I don't care if you think he's going to put up 50 points this week. I don't. Uh, I'm not starting him. I'm not starting any of the other Falcons outside of maybe Kyle Pitts. Anyways, <clears throat> uh, my stud for this one, Chubba Hubbard. Panthers just fired the offensive coordinator this week. They are going to rely on a run-heavy approach going forward, which means that Chubba Hubbard is going to get a lot of volume. You know what happens if you run the football a lot? Your quarterback doesn't throw a lot, which is great news for Cam Newton fans because you don't want to see him throw the football. But I am going to dud Cam Newton. 
mostly because of the increased volume in the running game, but also because there is talk of using P.J. Walker as a change of pace quarterback this week. Anytime that you're mentioned as being used or anytime you're starting quarterback uh, has a chance of being taken out for a change of pace quarterback, you're not good. Not starting Cam Newton, I'm avoiding that completely. Uh, Cam Newton is my favorite quarterback last week when the Dolphins got 22 fantasy points from him. So that's all I'm saying about Cam Newton. My sleeper here is DJ Moore. DJ Moore, uh, the Panthers, again, new offensive coordinator. The, his focus is mainly on running the football and then taking deep shots off of play action. That means DJ Moore is going to get more looks. Uh, well, not more looks. He really has the majority of the targets in that offense anyways, but he should be open more often on some of those uh deep shots so i look for dj more to be a beneficiary there gorilla who is up next for you now I, I know you said i gave you all of the uh the low over unders there but did you really want to talk about the cowboys and washington football team let's be real here <laughs> <laughs> yeah Very i just true. thought i put that <laughs> i just thought i put that out there i'm gonna talk about the seattle seahawks they're headed to houston to take on the texans seahawks favored seven and a half points here and over under of 41 and a half. See, I, I got a low over under in this one as well. And I'm expecting this to kind of be a snooze fest of a game. Looking for Seattle to take a lead and just drag it out. Not looking for a whole lot of anything in this game here. Uh, both teams are just absolutely destroyed in injuries in this one. It's pretty much which of these teams second strings is going to be better than the other. So, uh, you know, I'll I'll call a stud done and sleeper in this one, but I think I would avoid this game with uh, AJ's fantasy team uh, if if I were you. However, I'm going to stud the Seahawk defense. Yes, the Seahawk defense. Look, uh, the Texans have struggled offensively. Every single one of their starting offensive linemen is injured. Uh, <laughs> look for the Seahawk defense to take advantage of that. It's a good game for them, a low-scoring game like this. The defense usually gets a couple turnovers and gets a number of sacks in this game, uh, a lot of titles for losses, and they'll get some points out of it just being a low-scoring game in general. If there's anything to be gained from these games, it's a solid defense. So I like the Seahawks defense in this one. I'm going to dud Brandon Cooks, the wide receiver for the Houston Texans. Why? Because he's playing hurt. If he plays, uh, he's limited participation with a back injury, uh, he's labeled as questionable, but last I saw, they said game time decision, but it does not look good for Brandon Cooks in this one. If he does play, he's going to be very limited in game, and he's not going to be out there as much as usual, making him an absolutely horrible option at wide receiver. You don't want a wide receiver that's out a third of what he usually plays. That's just common sense in this one. However, I'm going to sleeper the Seattle Seahawks running back, Alex Collins in this one. Uh, he was limited in practice, but Seattle has come out and said that he will be playing. He will be starting for the Seattle Seahawks this week. Look for them to get to a lead and just try to grind the ball out. Do I think he's going to be a fantastic option at running back? No, but he's incredibly cheap. And when you're playing a game like this, the running back gets a lot of volume just due to the grinding nature of the games. AJ, who do you got left? Uh, next up, I have the uh, Ravens at the Browns for an AFC North divisional battle. And this one's actually got some juice considering it's, uh, you know, fighting for playoff spots, especially late in the season with these divisional matchups. It's going to be a good game. Um, I studied this one, Lamar Jackson, 
He's had two down weeks lately, uh, but this divisional matchup should get him back on track. Lamar hates losing. Uh, I mean, we've seen that with the sideline. Uh, we've seen that with, uh, you know, just the way he talks. He doesn't care about records. He doesn't care about anything. He wants to win football games. The fact that he, you know, threw four interceptions two weeks ago, last week he wasn't very good either. Uh, you know, he, he's going to turn it around. And he does have that high, you know, just like we talked about Taysom Hill. He has that high fantasy floor with his rushing ability. And if they can get the passing game on track, uh, he can win the whole week for you in your daily leagues. So I like Russell, or uh, I'm sorry, I like Lamar Jackson this week. My dud, uh, Baker Mayfield, like he's just not putting up fantasy numbers, especially winning fantasy numbers this season. Uh, so I'm going to continue to avoid him, even against a Ravens pass defense that is not very good. However, against that Ravens pass defense that's not very good, I'm going to sleeper Jarvis Landry because the last time that these two teams played, he put up 100 receiving yards. He's also finally healthy, and the Ravens' defense continues to get ravaged by injuries. So Jarvis Landry should be a good high-volume play in this one. And Gorilla, does that bring us to 4 o'clock? It does. It brings me to 4 o'clock. That brings us to 4 o'clock. Well, let's talk about one of your least favorite teams in the NFL, the New York Giants. They are headed to L.A. to take on the Chargers. Chargers favor 10.5 points, lower over under of 44. 10.5 points with a low over under. Pretty much it just means that they think the Chargers are just going to destroy this one. But there is a massive injury in this one, or kind of injury. Uh, Keenan Allen is out with COVID. Uh, so the star receiver for the Chargers is will be nowhere to be found in this one. Now, Mike Williams... He is being tested regularly for being in close contact to Keenan Allen. As of now, he is still negative for COVID, but it's going to be more of a game-time decision. If Mike Williams plays, he'll be taking over that number one spot. Without Keenan Allen, you could expect him to have an absolutely stellar game. But again, that's if he plays. So that's when you're going to have to be watched. So he's a maybe stud. So be paying attention to that. Be watching for the game-time uh, Game time calls to find out if Mike Williams is going to play. But let's talk about a guaranteed stud in this one. And I'm talking about Austin Eckler running the ball for the Chargers. Well, he's been absolutely fantastic this season. Yes, he's super expensive in your fan duels. He may be one of the, I think he's the most expensive running back in there this week. But there's a reason for that. He puts up numbers and he's consistent. You're guaranteed your 20 points with Austin Eckler. And this is the perfect game for them to get to a lead and grind the ball out with him. He catches passes out of the backfield. So it benefits your PPR leagues. He is an absolutely fantastic play this week, especially without Keenan Allen and maybe no Mike Williams. But for Austin Eckler to make a massive difference in this one. I'm going to dud Kenny Galladay and really the rest of the New York Giants wide receivers. They're all playing banged up. Those that start are going to be playing hurt. Not a lot of success there. Also, the Chargers secondary does a great job of covering wide receivers. This will force uh, Daniel Jones to be throwing the ball uh, to his check down people and not much success out of your star receivers that aren't running on the outside in this one. So look for check down passes if they're going to have any success in the passing game for the Giants and avoid the giant wide receivers who really are banged up. However, I do like the giant tight ends in this one for the same reason. He's going to be your check down guy. I like Ingram. I think this is going to be a fantastic tight end this week for the Giants. He's incredibly affordable. I think he's going to be a smart play. Uh, I mean, if there's going to be a giant that's really going to succeed in this one, but really the best thing to gain get out of this year is Austin Eckler 
and maybe Mike Williams if he plays. But again, be watching for it. Uh, don't just pick him and walk away and think, oh, he'll be good. Because if he doesn't play, it's going to come down to bite you. AJ, who do you got at 4 o'clock? Uh, first 4 o'clock game I have is the Lions at the Broncos. This is going to be a real barn burner here. Uh, the Broncos Ooh. are favored by 10 with an over-under of 42. So it uh, doesn't take a genius to figure out. They're thinking the Lions aren't going to score, and the Broncos are. Uh, my stud in this one, Javante Williams. Look, he was an absolute monster last week as a running back one without having to share the load with Melvin Gordon. Now, Melvin Gordon is questionable this week. They think he's got a shot to play. I really don't care. Everything I saw from Javante Williams last week, he catches the ball in the backfield. He runs hard between the tackles. He breaks tackles. He has more yards after contact than half the people in the NFL this season. I mean, he does it all. He's basically everything that the Steelers want Najee Harris to be and isn't. Uh, so Javante Williams, uh, if the Broncos don't see it now and just really scale back on Melvin Gordon, make him like a change of pace, third down, put him out there when Javante Williams needs a rest back. I, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm studying Javante Williams. I'm dudding every single lion. I don't even care. <laughs> I'm not starting a line this week. I don't care if uh, I have Gorillas team. I don't care if I have whoever's in first place in our league team. I'm not starting any of the lines. Jared Goff's a mess. Uh, he had a great game last week. The the Lions won the game, their first game in 364 days last week, and they look like they won the Super Bowl. You know what that means? That means their season can officially end. The pressure's off. They got their W. They can go back to being the Lions now. So I'm dudding every single line. My sleeper is uh, Jerry Judy in this one. He's absolutely getting a ton of targets in the Broncos passing game. Uh, so I like him to have a good day, good day against this Lions defense. Uh, Gorilla, I'm done trashing the Lions. Now you can move on to the next four o'clock game you have. And we're going to talk about my beloved Buffalo Bills. They're headed to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Bucks favorite three and a half points uh, over under of 52 and a half. So expect a very different game than you got last Monday night out of the Bills. Look for not to be blizzard wind conditions as I froze myself in those stands. Uh, it's going to be a very different game from Buffalo to Tampa. Very, very different weather in this one. So look for there to actually be fantasy options in this one that are decent. Now, let's let's talk about this game. The Bills, they are, as as stated before, they're out with Tredavious White. He is out for the season. He's their Pro Bowl cornerback in this one. This does open things up for the Bucs, passing him a little bit more. Tom Brady has always played fantastic against Buffalo. He always has the Bills number. So does Rob Gronkowski. He's always had the Bills number as well, being a native of the Buffalo region, if you will. Uh, so there's players on this team that really go in favor of the Buccaneers. In addition, the Bills have really, really struggled playing against teams that are running the ball well. Well, believe it or not, a team with Tom Brady is running the ball very well, and that's where I'm going to pull my stud from. I'm going to stud Leonard Fournette for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I really like him in this game. And I'm sure the Buccaneers are doing their homework. Any game where they can successfully run the ball, they running back has a good game. So look for Leonard Fournette to be an absolutely fantastic play in this one. Look for him to be incredibly uh, successful 
in this game. Look for him to be the the start of their game. Look for them to be utilizing him right from the get-go and open up the play-action pass for Tom Brady. I really like Leonard Fournette to absolutely stud in this game. Yes, I am going against my beloved Buffalo Bills in this one. I'm going to dud Chris Godwin for the Buccaneers passing game. Yes, Tredavious White is out. But the Bills' secondary as a whole is very, very stout. Uh, even without their star player, they got a lot of depth in their secondary. They do a good job of keeping receivers, uh, keeping receivers at bay. If they're going to have any luck throwing against Buffalo, it's going to be the Gronk and the tight ends and uh, running backs out of the backfield, not to the wide receivers. The Bills' defense does a really good job of keeping keeping their players on those wide receivers and keeping holding them to a minimum. So look for Chris Godwin and Mike Evans to both have the games that are not worth what they're being charged for in FanDuel and DraftKings. Now let's talk about a sweeper in this one. I'm going to my beloved Buffalo Bills. I'm going to tight end Dawson Knox. If Tampa Bay has a weakness, it's their defense and stopping tight ends. Josh Allen and, uh, and Knox have a fantastic relationship. Uh, he throws Josh Allen's first target once he hits the red zone is his tight end. So look for Knox to be a great tight end option. Look for him to be a high chance of finding the end zone in this game. Look for him to him to put up some fantasy points in this one as a good, cheap tight end option. Uh, AJ, who do you got? Next up, the 49ers at the Bengals. Uh, this one's going to be... Biggest thing is this is going to be a shootout. 49ers are favored one and a half here over under 49. Debo Samuel still questionable. Game time decision for him. They're saying it's got a shot here. He has a shot to play, but uh, it's not looking promising at this point. Anytime a wide receiver goes down with a groin injury, I'm not uh, a huge fan of them missing only one week. I, I just don't see him coming back after one week. Uh, and if he does, he's going to be very limited. My son in this one, George Kittle. Uh, like he had a big week last week and this is going to continue as well. Debo Samuel, as I said, is banged up in the passing game. Brandon Ayuk just can't get open. Uh, so that means the offense is going to run through George Kittle and the run game. My dud here is T Higgins. Uh, he's been good lately, uh, but is due for some regression on the passing game and the 49ers pass defense is better than their statistics tend to indicate. So I'm just going to avoid him in this one. My sleeper in this one, get ready for this one, Gorilla, because if you want to save some money at your running backs, Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson's getting the start. Elijah Mitchell is officially out this week. Uh, Jeff <laughs> Jeff Wilson has had some monster games for the 49ers in their backfield. Now he is going to lose some touches to Jamichael Hasty uh, in the passing uh, downs and third downs, but when they get in the red zone, Jeff Wilson's the guy. So Look for Jeff Wilson uh, to be a real cheap, low-cost option. You can even, if you want to take a shot on Jermichael Hasty, uh, he's also super cheap as well. So look for both of those guys to be decent options this week. Gorilla, you have another 4 o'clock game? Nope, I'm to Monday night, so you got a double here. Double. All right. Sunday night football, the Bears at the Packers. Packers favored by 12 and a half with an over-under at 43. If you thought the Bears had a chance in this one, uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is my son for this one. He loves to destroy the Bears. He owns the Bears. He'll tell you that on national television. Doesn't even care. Uh, 
not much else to say here. I think Aaron Rodgers has a shot to be the quarterback one of the entire week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is my stud this week in this game. My dud, AJ Dillon. Aaron Jones is back and healthy. That means Dylan goes back to his limited and reserve role this week with not a lot of volume and not a whole lot of red zone opportunities. And my sleeper for the Bears, David Montgomery. David Montgomery busted out in a big way last week. He's finally healthy. He proved it last week. David Montgomery runs the Bears offense, and he's involved in all three downs. He's involved in the passing attack. He's involved in the red zone. He doesn't come off the field. So if you want a high-volume guy, then David Montgomery is your guy. Let's go to Monday Night Football. Uh, first, I, I, w- I want to throw in just a weird statistic for that Sunday Night Football game. For those that just like to bet on sports, now ready for this. The Packers are favorite 12 and a half points in this one. The last 13 times, well, it'll be 14 after Sunday night, the last 13 times the Packers and the Bears have played each other. The Packers have won 11 of those 13 times, and they have covered a 12-and-a-half-point spread only twice. So while Aaron Rodgers does put up great numbers against the Bears, the Bears seem to hang in there with them. Taking the Bears to cover that spread might win you a good chunk of change. Just, you know, weird little trivial uh, playing with the numbers right there for you. Now let's talk about this Monday night football game. And we got one hell of a Monday night football game. We got the LA Rams. They're taking the Arizona Cardinals in an AFC West barn burner. Uh, Cards are favored three points and that is home field advantage. And over under of 51 in this one, Vegas says this is going to be high scoring. I see this is going to be high scoring. Looking at the injury report, those that were injured and were questionable in this game are all playing. All of these studs are going to be in this game. Cooper Cup, who was listed as questionable, he'll be there. Everybody that is everybody that you'd want to start fantasy wise in this one is playing. This is like a fantasy, like uh, dro- drooling matchup right there. And I'm looking for this to be a great fantasy game. But who am I going to stud? Who do you stud in this one? You got to go with Kyler Murray. Last time they played, Kyler Murray had an absolute field day against the Rams in this one. I'm looking for him to do the exact same in this one with a healthy offense that can that can play good football. So I like Kyler Murray to play this game here uh, as a great stud in this one. I am going to dud all the defense. Both the Rams and the Cardinals, they do a good job of really not turning the ball over. Uh, they don't get a lot of sacks. Both teams are going to score. This is not a game for playing defense. You know, sometimes you get those high-scoring games with turnovers and your defense can still put up some points. This is not one of those instances. Look for this to be an absolute shootout game that is not good for defense. Avoid every last bit of them. I'm going to sleeper. James Conner, the running back for the Arizona Cardinals, is really coming to his home own as a starting guy in this one. The uh, Rams do not do a good job at, at stopping running backs. That is kind of their biggest weakness. And look for James Conner to be able to catch up passes out of the backfield, making him a great PPR back as well. And I'm looking forward to this game. I think this is going to be an absolute blast of a division matchup. AJ, I think that brings us to the best of. Uh, yeah, best of. Studs, studs, and sleepers of the week. Uh, let's go with quarterbacks to kick us off with. I am going with Patrick Mahomes. He's absolutely going to destroy uh, 
everything that is holy for the Vegas Raiders uh, and put up monster numbers this week. I love Pat Mahomes this week. I'm dudding Jared Goff. I already trashed the Lions enough, so I'm not going to continue doing it, but Jared Goff is my dud. My sleeper this week, absolutely hate the guy because I I just I can't stand him, but Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is my sleeper this week. Let Russ cook. It's it's December. If you ever seen what Russell Wilson does in December, he wins MVP awards in December. That's that's all he does. He puts up monster numbers in December. It is uh, officially the twelfth month of the year. It is about to be Christmas time. Russell Wilson is going to deliver me some fantasy W's this week. I love hearing you talk positive about Russell Wilson because I know it kills your soul a little bit inside. It does. I guess uh, I just talked about him, Kyler Murray. It's hard not to say he's going to be an absolute monster in that Monday night matchup. I'm going to dud Zach Wilson, the New York Jets quarterback. Uh, I just, it's a horrible matchup for him. Uh, avoid the Jets in that game here. It's, it is not going to be a pretty game if you're a Jets fan. And I got to continue with my sleeper. I talked about him. Remember, right up, Tyler Heineke for the Washington football team against the Cowboys. Again, I think that game's going to be a lot better than. Uh, then a, a lot of people think being a division matchup, I think it's going to be a bit of a higher scoring game. AJ, who do you got at running back? Uh, at running back, I talked about in my write-up, Alvin Kamara is going to absolutely destroy the Jets. Uh, Alvin Kamara is going to be my stud of the week. My dud, uh, same game, opposite team, Ty Johnson for the Jets. Just don't start him. Uh, I mean, if you want to waste the roster spot, you can start Ty Johnson. That's pretty much the only reason I would put him in there. Uh, my sleeper, Deonta Foreman for the Titans. I talked about him. I love this kid out of Texas. I think he's got monster talent and just hasn't had an opportunity. Uh, so I like Deonta Foreman this week. Uh, so if you're if you're following along, the Jets bad. Uh, pretty much Lions, Lions bad, Jets bad. Yeah, we we've we've established that anyways. Uh, I, I you studied Kamara. I'm gonna go with the other big gun instead this week. Austin Eckler for the LA Chargers. This is a absolute perfect match for him. It's hard not to really to load up your team with him. I'm going to dud Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick, the Washington football team running backs. I talked about it in my write-up. Both are playing hurt if they play. Not a good option there. And again, my sleeper, going back to people, I talked about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yes, I know he's splitting time with Williams, but I still like him this week as a sleeper. He's incredibly affordable for a guy that gets a lot of carries for that Chiefs offense in a game where they should just get to a big lead early. AJ, who do you got at wide receiver? Well, if you're starting uh, Pat Mahomes because you think he's going to put up monster numbers, you have to start the guy he's going to throw the ball to, Tyreek Hill. Uh, the Cheetah hasn't put up big fantasy numbers in a few weeks. He hasn't found the end zone in a few weeks either. Uh, but this is a great uh, opportunity for um, Tyreek Hill to really just kind of bust out of those doldrums. I think that Kansas City offense is going to be on fire this week. I, I really like uh, Tyreek Hill this week. I'm dunning Russell Gage for the Falcons. I uh, don't like the matchup there. And I'm sleepering Marvin Jones for the Jaguars. I like the matchup against the Titans defense. Jaguars are going to have to throw the football. We know the Titans don't really stop anyone from throwing the football. So Marvin Jones is my sleeper wide receiver. All right. Uh, I'm going to stud CD Lamb for the Dallas Cowboys in this one. It's a fantastic matchup. Well, again, we talked about, I talked about Dak Prescott being a fantastic option at quarterback. He's a fantastic option. 
So it's the guy he's going to be throwing the ball to, and that would be C.D. Lamb in this one. Great play there. I'm going to dud Brandon Cooks for the Houston Texans. I talked about it. If he plays, he's playing hurt. You don't want to start a wide receiver that's playing hurt because it's going to be limited, and they're not going to see as much out of him. Now, for my sleeper play, when you have a star wide receiver who's playing hurt, oftentimes the backup becomes a better guy. Now, Debo Samuel, he has a groin injury. He's still listed as a game-time decision, but A.J. said – you don't trust a groin injury to miss just one week. Even if Debo plays, it's not a great option to this one. So that means the San Francisco second wide receiver is going to have a much bigger impact in this one. Brendan Ayuk is the name of that gentleman. Look for him to be a great sleeper play at wide receiver this week. AJ, who do you got at tight end? Uh, at tight end, studying Travis Kelsey. You talked about him in your write-up. Like I the Chiefs are going to put up points. All right. I mean, it's just, it's going to happen. Their, their offense has been too held back for too long. They're due for a big 40 to 50 point week. And anytime that that happens, Travis Kelsey is hugely involved. I love Travis Kelsey this week. Uh, I'm dudding CJ Uzama for the Bengals. Uh, he had a couple of big weeks earlier in the season. He kind of disappeared last week was a great week for him. Uh, numbers wise to be uh you know find the end zone against the chargers who can't stop any tight ends and he just wasn't there so uh i don't like uzama i am gonna sleeper kyle pitts for the falcons um i don't like russell gage i don't like most of the falcons this week i think kyle pitts is gonna be the beneficiary of the majority of the targets in that offense uh he's a matchup nightmare so and he's cheap this week so i mean you can kind of uh, rely on Kyle Pitts if you want to kind of go cheap at tight end. I think he's a good option. All right. Uh, now, again, if you say Patrick Mahomes is going to have a really big game, he never has a massive big game without success from the tight end. I am doubling down with you, AJ. Travis Kelsey, he is going to be an absolute monster this week at tight end. Uh, and anytime me and AJ agree that a player is going to be good or bad, they are really good or really bad. So he's going to have a really monster week in this one. I would put all sorts of money on it. In fact, I probably will. Uh, love for Travis Kelsey to be an absolute beast at tight end this week. I'm going to dud Noah Fant for the Denver Broncos. Yes, I know they're playing the Lions, but if there's anything that the Lions are actually good at is defending tight ends. Yeah, I know. I know it, it's everybody's got to be good at something. So uh, love for this not to be a great Noah fan week at tight end. Uh, I'm going to sleeper. I talked about it with the write-up. Dawson Knox, the beloved Buffalo Bills. Uh, again, he's Josh Allen's go-to guy in the red zone. Look for this game to be high scoring. Josh Allen's going to have a measure of success. And when he does, Dawson Knox usually is a part of that offense. AJ, who do you got a kicker? Uh, kickers. Love me some Brandon McManus this week for Denver against the Detroit Lions. Uh, one, they're playing at elevation, so long field goals are absolutely in play. And neither one of these offenses really puts up a ton of points, so I really like McManus, uh, especially if Denver's offense kind of runs the ball and then fails uh, on the other side of the field. So I like McManus this week. Uh, I'm done in Cairo Santos for the – Bears, uh, like any time that the team you're playing is favored by 12 and a half and the over under is 43, you're not expected to score points. If you're not scoring points, your kicker is not scoring points. And if your kicker is not scoring points, I'm not starting in fantasy. 
my sleeper, Brett Mahar for the New Orleans Saints against the Jets. Uh, the Saints are just going to run all day long on the Jets and kick field goals and score touchdowns on the ground. So Brett Mahar is a good option there. Gorilla, who is your kicker this week? Uh, Alex Suckup out of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, kind of the exact opposite of why you gutted him. Anytime you have a high-scoring game, your kicker's apart. Uh, yeah, extra points alone. Look for this to be a high-scoring game. Looking for it to be a safe play for your kicker in this one. Now I'm going to dud my kicker for the exact same reason you do. If they're favored by less, but by if you're uh, the underdog by more than one score and it's an over-under of, say, 41.5 points, you're not going to be doing very much. You're going to be spending a lot of time just sitting on uh, sitting on the bench. So I'm going to dud the Houston Texans fair bearing in this one. Not looking for Houston to put up very many points against Seattle at all in this one. Now you studded him. I'm sleepering him. I'm going to Denver and McManus in this one. I do think he's a great option kicking the uh, kicking the ball for the same reasons that AJ studded him. AJ, who do you got at defense? For defense, I'm studying the Saints over the Jets because the Jets can't score. I'm dudding the Texans because all they do is give up high-scoring games, and I'm sleeping the Titans because they're playing a really terrible team. <laughs> I'm going to stud the Seattle Seahawks. They talked about it in my write-up. Uh, I have no faith whatsoever in Houston to be able to put up any sort of points whatsoever in this one. They've been shut out uh, more times than me trying to date women. Uh, so, uh, yeah, bad bad. I always take a defense against uh, Houston. I'm going to dud the LA Rams defense. Usually I like the Rams defense. They're playing Arizona in Arizona and the division matchup. It's not a good showing for them. And they're going to sleeper the Denver Bronco defense against the Detroit Lions here. Uh, I just think that's a very, very safe play. And that just about does it, AJ. Yep. Jets bad, Lions bad, Jaguars defense or Jaguars offense turns the ball over to start defenses against them and Houston bad and Houston bad there you go that's pretty much it we can we can do this podcast in about 30 seconds from the rest of the season (laughs) uh anyways uh yeah so it's been a fun week this week uh obviously we picked on the Lions and I well I went on a tangent against the Lions for quite a while hopefully none of the Lions are listening and make me regret it um Uh, we also picked on the Jets a little bit and some other teams, but uh, yeah, it's been a fun week. This is going to be a, an interesting week for fantasy. This is a week where there's a whole lot of knowns. There's a whole lot of uh, there's a whole lot of knowns. Like you know, these guys are going to be good, and you know these guys are going to be bad. And there's a whole lot of unknowns with all the injuries, replacements, and things going on. So there, you're going to have to take some chances this week if you want to win. If you want to ca- cash in those tournaments. Um, you want to catch up in your fantasy leagues. If you're in a, a daily league like Gorilla and I, you know, if you want to catch up, you're going to have to take some chances. You're going to have to, you know, not just go with the guys that are everyone says you need to start. You know, you're going to have to take some chances. You're going to have to go on a limb and uh, be different. Don't be afraid to be different. You know, different is okay sometimes. I don't mind getting made fun of if I start Russell Wilson this week and he bombs and scores two points because you know why? I went with my gut. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's really some of the extra advice we can give you. Um, we'll be back next week for week 15. Really, anything you want to end us on? No, I'm looking forward to some football. There's some good games. There's a lot of bad games, a lot of traps this week. Make sure you're checking the injury report Sunday morning just to make sure everybody you're starting is actually starting. That's right. All right, for Gorilla, I'm AJ, and we'll see you in week 15.